Welcome back to Let's Get Mary, the wedding and event podcast. Hi, Sam. Hi, Mia. How's it going? It is going. How are you? I am hanging in there. What's the update on your condo and your move? It is, it's coming along. I feel like now it's just like the waiting game. We close at the end of the month and then we are doing one month of renovations. So um, everyone is invited to the painting party. I'll serve a, I'll serve wine after you paint a wall and uh, it'll be good. <laughs> you get one glass of wine per wall that you paint. Exactly, exactly. It's, you know, a new version of the, uh, the paint and sip. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, you said you were at Ikea this weekend. Did you get anything good? I was at Ikea. Um, Joel's closest thing that he's going to get to home, it feels like. <laughs> um, it was good. We got some good stuff. We got some light fixtures, some window treatments. So we're getting there, kind of, sort of. Not Man. really. But. It'll be a process, but you'll get in there and you'll just start. It'll be like every time I go over, it's like, all right. They're really done now. I bet you'll be yeah. fast with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited. I just, you know, just want to get in there and get going. But that's yeah. just my personality. So So exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, I wanted to tell you that I did another flower arranging class. Ooh. Yeah, it was with this company called Alice's Table. They've been on Shark Tank. Have you heard of them? No, I think you were actually briefly telling me about them um, in passing, but I love that because it's so hard for us to, you know, the one that we were doing, they don't do often. And mm -hmm. I enjoyed like a creative outlet. Did you enjoy it? It was so great. I took like three pages of notes. Um, I learned so much. I like repeated all of the facts to Tony about flowers when he got home. And awesome. yeah, I learned, I learned so much. Like I learned that, um, roses are now genetically modified, so they do not smell as strong as they used to. Ooh. There are no, like very little thorns left on like big roses that you get, um, because of genetically modifying them. Um, and when they arrive, if you have them like for a specific event, like a, like a baby shower, or bridal shower or something, when you get them, you should um, blow air on them a little bit and they will blow open the next day. So if you have like a one shot event, like get a little bit of hot air on, on your flowers and like cut them every day, of course, and like change the water if you can. But if not, like just putting the water in there is great. I'm trying to remember what else I learned, but, um, oh, like hydrangea stems, you're supposed to cut at a very intense angle, but you're also supposed to cut up into the stem or actually hit it with a hammer and like break up the fibers at the end. And hydrangeas are one of the only flowers in the world that drink from their head. So if you ever cut hydrangeas from your yard, you should immediately dunk them upside down in water for a couple of hours. Or if you get some from like the grocery store and the next day they're totally dead, dunk them upside down. They're not dead. They're dehydrated. Wow. I know. And on top of it, the CEO of Alice's Table, Alice herself, was actually the host and teaching it. I thought it was going to be maybe one of her associates or something. So I felt like a little starstruck because I've been following this company for a while. And um, it was just like such a fun, it was just like such a fun thing to do. Um, I did it right before my birthday, actually. That's Awesome. I, I love that. I think I, you know, I really enjoy doing that kind of stuff. I love doing it with you and me. We're doing it. But like I was saying, like the place that we've done it locally, they don't offer it very often. So um, I have to check that out. I really enjoy doing that stuff. And it sounds like you got a lot of knowledge out of it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? And they've actually been doing charcuterie 
uh, assembling classes, which I know you could teach that, but it would be fun for you to maybe check out too. Yes, yes. I love a good, I love a good charcuterie board. So good. Um, I do also want to say, I, I could save this for the end of the podcast, but I feel like it is, it's important to note in the beginning of this that I had, I just wanted to tell everyone this story because I think it would be like a little bit of a piece of advice because I often do get the question on Instagram of how can you help a COVID couple, a planning who, a couple who is planning in the midst of all this. I know, goodness willing, that we're getting some movement on getting out of this situation a little bit. But I do get that question. And um, I had the perfect example of what my answer is last week that we found out that our wedding hotel is not going to be open in time for our wedding. And mind you, we had walked through the hotel about a month and a half ago. We made all these plans. We met with the guy. They like weren't open back up yet, but he was like, great, it's going to be open. Like We have events this time. Then he said, okay, now it's not opening up for a couple months later. We don't even think it's going to be ready for your wedding, which is after that point. So we were like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Um, and so in the end, it all worked out. We found a situation that's probably even better for us. Um, and it's going to be lovely. But in the midst of this craziness, you texted me. I'm forgetting exactly why. And I said, I'm having hotel problems. Our hotel literally just canceled on us. What the heck am I going to do? And so, oh, and I texted you and said, do you think you'll be staying at the hotel? Because it's not too far from from where you live. Right. And so I just was wanting to get an accurate number from a couple close friends. And you said, what did you say? Do you remember? Uh, I think I said a few things, but I basically said like, you know, if you need us to kind of thing, we'll jump in because, you know, like you said, we're so close by that it doesn't make a difference. Obviously it would be more fun for us to be included, but if you need the room block and you need to save the numbers and take them, but if you need someone to kind of fill it, then by all means, we'll, we'll have, we're happy to do that. And I have to tell you that I've repeated this probably five times to people who, who are not you over the or since you sent me that text, because we were in this like black hole of, oh my God, how do we do this? How are we gonna figure this out? And then we're like, okay, well, this hotel's a little bit stricter on the numbers. Who's gonna stay, who's gonna not? And then you were like, Hey, count us out. But if you need us, absolutely, we'll book a room. And I was like, this right here is exactly what people need to do to support COVID couples. Cause it just made me feel like, okay, I have a friend who's just going to like go with the flow and she's going to do what I need. And she gets it. She's been on the bride side. She's been on the coordinator side. It just felt like it was this little like thing that you just offered so politely. And it was like, you know, we're going to, we're going to totally be fine, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Just oh, thank I'm you. That, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad that that helped. I didn't, you know, um, sometimes it's just like the little things too that, you know, I didn't realize, but sometimes you just need and you're like, okay, you know, this is going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, whether you're staying there or not, it just was this little, this little nugget of like, Mia, take a step back. You have friends that are there to like support you and figure out what you need to do because they know this is stressful. So thanks again, Sam. (laughs) You're welcome, Mia. I'm here for you. (laughs) All right. So Sam, what are we drinking today? Okay. So today we are drinking a muddled strawberry margarita. Yum. So this is going to be, um, you're going to take half a cup of ripe strawberries um, and honey, and you're going to muddle that all together um, to get your kind of juice. Then you're going to do two ounces of orange juice and then 
two ounces of your favorite tequila. You're going to salt the rim and um, you're good. It's gonna be this really pretty, you know, pink color from the strawberries. And I'm also kind of foreshadowing something. So I hope that you enjoy it. Cheers. Cheers. I know we've said this before, but there's really nothing better than a margarita. And when it's sunny out and the sun is coming in my window and it just feels right. Yeah, exactly. It's springtime now. We're strawberries, margaritas, tequila all day. Well, maybe I wish all day, but <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know what I did over the weekend? Speaking of tequila, I did a tequila shot for the first time in a very long time. But I had my, I had my um, like Invisalign in, and I looked at who I was with, and I was like, I think tequila is just pooling in my Invisalign trees right now. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty fun. it for later. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I got home and I was like, I'm going to have to scrub these. Next morning, I'm like, oh, tequila. Okay. <laughs> this is such a good drink, though. Like tried and true. Um, but I love like the fresh strawberries in there and honey and the splash of orange juice is great, too. Yeah, just a little bit of a springtime. Love it. Okay, so episode 24. 24. Can you believe it? We're We're racking these up. I can't believe this is how far we've come. I know. So today we are talking about marriage advice. So we know we often give you the tools to be able to say thank you for your advice, but this time we actually want it. So today we've gotten the best of our loved ones marriage advice right before Mia gets married. Yeah. So I was like taking a step back and thinking like these last few months, I guess, before I married, like I know I've said it before, like we've been together for 10 years, but, um, I think it's nice sometimes to have like a focused time where you actually do ask for people's advice. And then you're kind of also in like a headspace of receiving it versus kind of sometimes in passing when unsolicited people give you advice, you're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Thanks. So, yeah. so this was really nice to, um, put these together and we, um, we put these together from, from people that are very close to me. And then we have a little treat for you after we go through, um, some of my family members who've, um, had long successful marriages. Um, and I am so excited to share these with everyone. And it was really like a feel good, um, compilation of things that we put together here for you. So all right. So we will kick this off with um, my brother and my sister-in-law. So they have been together for nine years. And then in the fall, they'll be married for seven years, which is crazy. Time is flying. But I really liked what they said in terms of marriage advice. They said, be a team. You are in this life together. So make sure you work together. Remember why this person is your best friend in our case or your person. You can get caught up in things but rooting yourself in all the love you've felt over your time together and your strength as a couple will help you navigate life. Communicate. I remember the moment I realized how easy and helpful it was to explain to Joe how I was feeling. Being honest and open allows you to get past the big and small stuff. I love that. I mean, it's perfect advice, right? You are kind of signing up for, you know, a lifetime team member. So you want to make sure that you really are being a team and you guys are in this together. And, I, you know, communication is always key. In, in any relationship. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's good, solid advice. Yeah, I loved this. And you know, it was also really nice because like my brother, my brother and my sister-in-law like absolutely love each other. I know that 
but it was kind of nice to like hear this of like, all right, what's at the foundation of their marriage? Like what happens behind closed doors? It was like so comforting, you know, to hear like, this is, this is the person that married your sibling, you know, like, and this is sure. what I like how they um, feel together. So we've posted some pictures of them on our Instagram before of their beautiful wedding. So I loved hearing that. Okay. So next up we have my uncles to be uncle Bob and uncle Steve. So they have been together for 16 and they have been married for almost nine years, just about nine years. So they said that you are together because you love each other. There will be hard times and many heated discussions, but the bottom line is that you love each other. So there really isn't anything that can't be worked out with some very simple dialogue, such as, I'm sorry, and I love you. You probably already have this, but get a no rule. When Uncle Bob and I were building a house, there were a lot of decisions to be made and her tastes aren't always in sync. So the rule was that anyone could say no to any suggestion without having to explain their answer. So we would keep looking at options until we both got to yes. We still do this with all of our decisions today. Uncle Bob and I still give each other flowers and pick up treats and surprises for each other when we're out shopping. We make time to be together, just the two of us. And I know that sounds weird after this last year, but it really will be these little things that remind each of you that you still love each other and why. I, that's, I mean, as someone who's, you know, getting their first home and full on knowing exactly what that, um, all entails and the, uh, you know, I love the no rule. I think that that's awesome. I'm going to start implementing that. I think Joel would probably appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, even like, you know, it's, there's one thing like, yeah, we're all together right now with COVID, but like spending time and like that quality time with someone is much different than like just being in the same room as someone, I think. So I think, you know, I think that this is really great to, to go by. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say it was funny. I read this one out loud to Tony and we had literally had like a little spat, I'd say like a month ago when I said, you can't just say, no, you have to give me an explanation. I don't even remember what it was about. And I said, you have to explain why you don't like these things. And then I said, maybe uncle Steve is onto something because it avoids the fight then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. So, um, a fun little tidbit here is that, um, Bob and Steve's wedding, uh, like I said just about nine years ago is the first wedding Tony and I went to together and I had like never even met some of like their I never met their kids before and everything so it was like it was a special day and um Tony was actually the officiant at their wedding which was really cool so awesome. yeah so I love this uh, having this um kind of full circle that like I essentially like met for the first time the two of them on their wedding a weekend and um now here they are prepping me yeah. for mine. Yeah, exactly. Giving advice with podcasts and prepping you for yours. Yeah, exactly. All right. So more, um, uh, uncle and aunt to be, um, things. So, so this is my, um, this is Tony's other, um, uncle and his wife. So they have been, um, together for 23 years and they will be married 20 years our wedding weekend which is awesome and tony was a little ring bearer in their wedding so it's so funny oh that gosh. it's exactly and tony and his uncle matt are 20 years apart so it's pretty cool um but okay so we started with advice from uncle matt he said from chris rock stop looking for equality you're both there to serve each other marriage is like being in a band sometimes you're out front singing the lead and sometimes you're playing the tambourine but if you're playing the tambourine play it right 
play it with a smile because nobody wants to see an angry tambourine player. <laughs> and then it gets even better because Aunt Erin responded too to my email and said, while I would not have quoted Chris Rock, <laughs> I do agree with the sentiment. You are a team, sometimes equal, sometimes not. It all balances out. I would also say you need to have laughter in your marriage. Laugh together, laugh at your spouse, and laugh at yourself. I love that. I, I mean, quoting Chris Rock, there you go, right? Um, it's funny. That's, it's awesome. And yeah, I mean, like, I, I believe, um, was it your sister and uh, your sister-in-law and brother uh, mentioned, you know, your team. Like, that's, you know, at the, you're signing up to be part of a team. Mm -hmm. I love this sentiment that Aunt Erin said that... Um, you are sometimes equal and you're sometimes not, but it does balance it out. And it, it's kind of that sentiment that I feel like I've heard this a lot. I don't know if you have of um, like, don't keep score, you know, like it yes. all levels out. And I think um, there, there's a book about the, um, the different like workload of two people in a marriage. A couple of bloggers have like done the exercises together with their spouses. I'm forgetting the name of it. If I remember, I'll post it on our Instagram. But um, I, I think it's a really good thing to remember if you have enough balance that the day in and day out, okay, you're the one that vacuumed today, but like yesterday I did three things, you know? So, sure. so like not going tit for tat is like something that I'm going to really try to like remember and hold on to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we are moving on to my sweet parents. They have been together for 46 years, and they are just about to be married for 44 years. So wow, very long time. I'm very, very lucky. So uh, their advice was try as much as possible to share meals together and stand in your partner's shoes. And my dad said, always have cookies in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I I love the fact of like being able to have a meal. Like again, taking the fact that we're all in COVID together, a lot of couples are in the in the house together, but spending that quality time having a meal together is so much different than just being in each other's space. Um and you know, putting yourself in in your partner's shoes is is the same. Like seeing and I think that's something that I often need to kind of remind myself. I I'm, you know, I know exactly what I want. I have, you know, this whole thing. And if you tend to not agree with me, then we're going to have a conversation. And I think sometimes I need to remind myself of, well, how would Joel feel about this and put myself in that perspective? So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's great. Yeah. And do, do, are they bakers? Do they, do they always have cookies in the house? No, my mom just loves cookies. And, okay. um, and you in digital media, you can appreciate this. You know how everyone's talking about like the cookie-less future of like not yes. being able to oh, check. I know. So I was home um, and I was attending a data conference and I said, mom, there's a cookie-less future. And she said, what? Are you... <laughs> What's going on? And I was like, okay, never mind. I can't, I can't keep this up for too long. Oh, you can't so. do that. <laughs> but I loved the sentiment because I just thought it was so like my dad and my and my parents. But um, yeah, it's like, what would you say? Like, what is the treat or thing that you always like? You or Joel always need to have in the house, and the other one, like, like whoever goes to the grocery store takes the lead on that. Like, make sure the other person has. Well, is there something? just a snack person in general but I always like like my ice cream which I don't I'm trying not to eat dairy right now but that's that one thing of just like I can sit down and have like my little something we call them schmeckens that's oh. what my dad calls them I like that <laughs> yeah. 
So always having their schmeckens in the house. I like that. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And then I will end on the longest standing marriage that I think I know. These are my grandma and grandpa to be. I'm so lucky that I've kind of gotten, I say this a lot off the podcast, but um, I've kind of gotten this um, hold me over grandma and grandpa after all of my grandparents passed away. And so I'm really lucky to have these two in my life. They're Tony's grandparents, obviously. And so they um, have been together a very, very long time. They grew up together right down the street from each other. And they have been married almost 59 years. So wow. very long time. I was at their 50th um, anniversary, right when Tony and I were starting to date and it just felt monumental. And now I can't believe they're almost at 60. So very cool. And they kept it short and sweet. So that might be the key to a long, happy marriage. But they said, always stay as happy and in love as you are today. I love it. Short and sweet, like you said, and that's that's probably the key instead of overthinking everything. But I, I love that. Yeah, me too. So now I wanted to transition on to uh, Sam and her husband um, bestowing some marriage advice onto, onto the podcast for us. Yeah. So, okay. So we've been together eight years and actually similar to some other people, our... Um, Mar our wedding date is the our like dating anniversary. So we kept things easy and been married, you know, almost three years in October. Um, so before I kind of get into what I had planned, I did ask Joel before hopping on, like, hey, what would you consider like your advice, your wedding advice? And he said to always have something to look forward to, whether that's big or small. And I kind of I was thinking and I said, he goes, you know, like we like to travel, even on like every Sunday we do um pizza Sunday and we make our own pizzas and you know we try to stick to that but think like little or small things that just excite you guys and you can do together and it's just something to look forward to um and something kind of exciting um so that's what he said but the other thing that which I, I agree I think that's it's a, it's a fun sentiment um and you know it, it keeps everything um exciting and it gives you more things to do mm -hmm. um I love that but Yes, but the other thing that I decided to do because we've you know we've only been married you know just shy of three years. I actually my mom she was our officiant. She um, married both Joel and I, and on our wedding day, my mom's also like the best writer I've ever met, and she has like the most beautiful handwriting and everything. But she wrote us this most beautiful note, and she actually said it too during the ceremony. Um, of what she wishes like our what our our marriage to consist of. And the way that she phrased it is if I could give you a box filled with everything that you need to set up your your marriage for success and and make sure you have everything, this is kind of what I would put in your box. Okay? So, I'll read it cuz there's a few points here. And I think a lot of it was kind of said, but um, I'll kind of go over it. So, she said respect. So, respect your differences, opinions, feelings, views, and commitment in your life together. Then she said that she would wish that we had kindness. So the happiest couples remember to be kind and gentle with their words and actions to one another and with each other. Honesty, important to any relationship and the only way to have a meaningful life together. Hope, that there always will be new beginnings and fresh tomorrows. Hope will keep you looking onward. Patience. The act of patience with one another will bring more fulfilling moments. 
and and years together. And this, I always laugh because I I probably need to remind myself of this a little bit more. These, you know, um, but so I always kind of laugh when I see this one. But it's it's so true. Um, faith, always have faith in one another and your beliefs as a couple. Laughter, laugh a little bit at yourself, at each other, and a whole lot at life situations. Trust that you'll always be there for one another and time. May you have a long lifetime together to share dreams and make dreams come true. So again, in my short years, I mean, just seeing this, like it just reminds me like this is everything that I would wish for everyone to have in a successful marriage. And I think my mom just put it so eloquently that I wanted to share it with everybody. So I didn't read your notes ahead of time and I feel like I'm going to (laughs) cry. I have chills. That was so... Why am I so emotional? God, the wedding's gonna be so hard. I really love that. And I I no, she is, <sighs> she's so good with her words. She too, is I was just like I could never sit here and give better advice. So like I'm just gonna <laughs> I have to share it. Oh my goodness. I love that. So well, first I loved what you and Joel said, looking forward to something. I agree that's so important. So I love that in the context of marriage and a relationship. And then um, the four points that I, yes, it was four things that like, I loved the inclusion of the word respect and hope that your mom said. Really, really loved that. I'm surprised that no one else had said respect. And I think that's really important. Um, And then the phrase of laugh at life situations, you know, it like things get tough and having laughter at that is really important. And then, um, the sentiment of time is really beautiful too. So, uh, this was such a feel good thing to do an exercise. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for your advice and thank your mom for me. I know she wrote it for you, but I'm glad that we all get to kind of steal it and, and, and have a little purview into it. I loved that. I'm excited for her to listen and like hear it again because she's probably hasn't heard it since the wedding. So man, she should, she needs to like like monetize like a self-help book or something. Yeah, oh, really? Like she, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got to do something. She's so good with it. Oh man. And she just like has the most beautiful presence always. And yeah. I miss your mom. Thank gosh for vaccines. We got to go back. All right. So, <laughs> All right. So what's going on with Mary? Okay. So it was a big week last week. It was a wedding week, which can always feel like a bit of um, a vortex of emails and text messages and planning and things like that. And it went off that hitch. It was awesome. And this was at the, yeah, it was at the Loeb Boathouse, the boathouse in Central Park. So that definitely, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I walked in for the tour. I went, um, I, I don't always do this and we don't always do this um, when we are, are doing weddings, but I wanted to really prep myself for this venue and for this wedding and um, with the location and everything. So I did go ahead of time and I had this moment where I walked in and said, wow, look at how far we've come. You know, like I felt really confident and excited and um, just like ready. And this also, um, this wedding allowed me to train someone new, which was really exciting because it's been a, a quiet year and myself going to weddings by myself to, to protect the rest of us, you know? And, um, so it was, it like reinvigorated me and re-energized me. And it was so much fun to have, to have our first 2021 wedding underway. And, um, 
yeah, more pictures to come on our social media because it was, it was just so beautiful. So it was, it was a really great day. Oh, good, good. I'm glad to hear it. I, I knew it would be, but I'm so glad to hear it and I can't wait to see more pictures. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Let's Get Merry podcast. Please rate us in the Apple Podcast app. Let us know what you want to hear about next and follow us on social media at Mary by Mia. Thanks so much for getting married with us. Have a good one. Bye.